the Dare to Decide podcast, where we take a psychological dive into our everyday decisions that shape our relationships, health, and finances. My name is Marion. I'm a former school psychologist who built a multiple six-figure online business, helping thousands of women transform their health and confidence. This is a podcast for women who don't want to settle for a life that is less than what they know deep down they can create. I believe that to begin building the life you truly want, you are just one decision away. This is an Up Level Your Life podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. So I'm really excited about today's episode because this is almost going to be a mini rant, but I promise I'm going to slide in a few tangible tips that you're going to walk away with. Also, I'm going to teach you a super easy psychological intervention trick that you can do easily by yourself anytime. But okay, today we're talking about the worst piece of advice that entrepreneurs receive all the time. Now, if you're a business owner, it doesn't matter if you're creative, if you're a course creator, you're a coach, a writer, a blogger, product developer, doesn't matter. The actual what of a business can look like a million things, right? But you, as the person behind the wheel, will encounter several of the same things no matter what. And those are things like overwhelm, self-doubt, lack of clarity, lack of confidence, imposter syndrome, and fear. These, these are universal. And this is, this is also why I'm so passionate about what we talk about on this podcast and my work with clients as a mindset business coach. Because if you can learn to harness your energy and raise your vibration and operate on a like a next level of confidence and clarity that is when your business and your life will change so okay we've established that these uncomfortable feelings they're normal now here's the part where the bad advice usually comes there are a lot of well, i don't know let's call them gurus out there that love to share this message and every time i hear it ugh, i i do that i go ugh And that bad advice we hear all the time is you got to be fearless. Now, not only is that really bad advice, it's also kind of weird advice because it's, it's unattainable. Like as human beings, we are innately built with fear and it's part of how we survive. Um, Unless you're a sociopath, which let's assume you're not, then you're going to feel fear during stages of your business and life, whether, whether you like it or not. And when I say fear, I think most people's first thought is like the fear you would feel if you were in physical danger, like how your heart beats out of your chest when you almost get in a car accident. But a lot of fear that we experience in the business sense doesn't feel like that physically. It manifests differently. So procrastination is often a sign that you are fearing something and therefore avoiding it. When you find yourself scrolling social media and all of a sudden you're allowing your mind to start comparing yourself to others in your industry, and then you allow imposter syndrome to pull up a chair, that's usually because of fear. And again, I just want to make sure that you feel heard, seen, and loved when it comes to this conversation, because all of this stuff is normal. If if you relate to anything I've shared so far, then I'm proud of you because it means that you've been getting outside your comfort zone and you're working to create something. And that's pretty dang awesome. So it's going back to the crappy advice. Why is saying you need to be fearless bad advice? And how can we better manage fear when it raises its ugly little head in both life and business? 
Here are three strategies to better handle fear when it comes when it comes to dinner uninvited, so to speak. So number one is stop, drop, and take a look at your fears and divide them into buckets. And if you listen to episode 30, the one before this one, where I also talked about buckets, you might be thinking, man, Marion really likes her buckets. And yes, yes, I do. I love me some buckets. But I do think from a psychological perspective that buckets, the idea of buckets are an incredible mindset tool that most people never even think about. Just like everything in your house has a home, right? Your books have a home on the bookshelf and your vacuum cleaner has a home in the mudroom closet. Your thoughts also have a home. And sometimes you'll have a rogue thought that gets loose and starts causing havoc and you can either allow it to continue running amok or we can say, um, hey there, you little limiting belief. (laughs) You need to get back in your little bucket. So it's important to look at your fears. And this is actually where journaling is a really powerful exercise, by the way. And ask yourself this one question. Is this an irrational fear or is this a warranted fear? There are irrational fears that you should put back into what I call the BS bucket. But then there are warranted fears that you should listen to closely as you think through challenges. Um, You're going to encounter fight or flight situations where you need to act fearlessly in your business and life, but feeling the fear a little isn't always a bad thing. So let me give you an example from my own life recently. Um, Over the past, I don't know, four months, I've invested quite a bit into my business. I'm in this season of growth and transition, and that means there are tools, products, education that I need to invest in to solve problems and to better serve others. But that means investment. And when, like in my case, where I'm dropping over 20,000 in just a matter of months on these things, that's when fear likes to pull up a chair and say, oh, I see you've taken a risk here. Are you sure that's wise? (laughs) Right? And maybe you can relate if you've ever attempted something where there was a significant investment with somewhat of a unknown result. Like, so when we um, chose to undergo IVF, that was the same experience. Or when I first started a blog 13 years ago, that wasn't the same financial risk, but it certainly was the beginning of a large commitment that carries a different type of risk. Like risk is everywhere and in different forms. So going back to my investment in my own business and personal growth, I could have let fear pull in all his buddies, you know, like self-doubt is his best friend. And then there's overwhelm who lives next door and that imposter syndrome who loves to stop by uninvited. But That's not how I operate and what I passionately teach my clients and students. So I looked at my fear and said, yes, I realize that I am making these investments, but money is a tool. Money is a transfer of energy and belief. And I freaking believe in myself. I know what lies ahead for my business and the impact I'm going to make and the number of online business owners I'm going to help. So you little fear monkey are going in the BS bucket because I don't have time to deal with your drama. I've got work to do. And then I can move mentally onward and upward. But again, there might be times when your fear does look sound and feel justified. And that's not something that you should ignore, despite what the gurus say. 
In fact, it's something that we also talk quite a bit about in my trainings, which is learning how to give your intuition a voice and not just stuff it down like so many in today's society. I feel like that's a big problem in today's society is we don't know how to listen to our intuition. And instead, we either mute it or we just numb it, right? My dad actually gave me a book called The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBeckett when I was in my early 20s after I had experienced some pretty scary things in my personal life. And it's just a really powerful book. If you haven't read it before, I highly recommend it. And he tells this story in the first chapter, and this doesn't have to do with business. It's just life, but it has a meaning here. But the story is, it's a true story. And this girl is walking home and she just had this feeling in the back of her mind that this guy who was walking near her, just what didn't, something didn't feel right. But she did what so many of us do, and she told herself she was being paranoid and to stop it. And the guy turned out to be friendly and opened the door to her apartment building for her as she had her hands full. And he took one of her bags and carried it, you know, for her to her door. All the while, she's telling her intuition to shut up, right? She unlocked her door and he pushed his way inside her apartment. And that's when she realized her intuition had been right this entire time. So that's a more dramatic life and death example, but we have an intuition when it comes to our business. One common example of of this I hear from business owners is that they're following the exact advice from all the gurus and nothing is happening. Their, Their growth is stagnant. They're stuck. And they have a fear that most often shows up in the form of anxiety that nothing is going to change and they're going to fail. Well, in many cases, if how you're operating your business doesn't feel in alignment with your energy and your your vibration and what just feels like good momentum to you, and you're just checking someone else's boxes, then yeah, this would be an example of a fear, again, showing up as anxiety that you would want to put into the let's explore this more bucket and not do what the crappy advice says and be fearless and keep forging ahead. Well, That's really a great way to waste a lot of time and energy forging in what might be the wrong direction and a lot of money wasted and money left on the table. Because when you are operating from a place of alignment, abundance, and power, your income and growth will flow. And honestly, operating within your business should, for the most part, feel good. It's a pretty big warning sign if you're feeling stuck, unclear, and unconfident in your business. So Again, tip number one is to stop, drop, and take a look at your fears and divide them into buckets. Decide if you're being ridiculous and it belongs in the BS bucket, or if it's something to explore more. And doing this one little action will save you a lot of time and energy, which in business equals income. All right, number two is learn to read fear like a map. So Here's the thing. You aren't going to create a business that makes a big impact by pussyfooting around. And I can't, I can't believe I just used that word pussyfooting. Do people say that? (laughs) Let me try to say it in a more eloquent way. You'll never leave footprints that last if you're always walking on your tiptoes. If you're trying to create and build something in this world, you're going to be getting outside of your comfort zone. That's, that's a given. I mean, it will, it will be required that you do things that you've never done before. 
things that maybe aren't going to be in your in your wheelhouse, so to speak, and what happens when you step outside of your comfort zone every single day, because that's what you're going to do, you're going to be experiencing problems. I mean, that is just how it goes. And what happens to many people who are building online businesses is they try to avoid problems. And this is where you can really get yourself stuck in a in a bad cycle. And I'm not saying like seek out problems, but well, but in a way, yeah, problems are a good thing. The problems I had when I started at four figures is what brought me to five figures. And the problems I had at five figures is what brought me to the six plus figure level. So if you're facing problems right now in growing your business, growing your income, expanding your market, know that's okay. It's expected and you're, you're going to figure it out. Everything is figure outable. And guess what? Fear is going to help guide the way like a map because those little feelings of fear in your business is sometimes a sign that you're on the right track. And I know that might sound weird to some people, probably not to you, but to some people I know it does, but taking no risks will end up being your biggest risk. You have to risk failure to succeed. You have to risk rejection to be accepted. You have to risk heartache to love, right? If you're always avoiding risk, you're really missing out on life. So fear is something that can be a sign that you're leaning into something that you truly want to create. You care about it. So when that type of fear is on the map and you recognize that it's, hey, this is normal for me to be feeling this way. It makes staying the course that much easier. And it doesn't matter if you're just getting started with your business or you're making moves in an already successful business. It's going to be like you're traveling on a map and you're going to be making turns and taking exits. And fear can sometimes help you identify in what direction you truly deep down want to head and what you're willing to do. Which brings me to the final tip and a little word psychology that you can do with yourself. Um, When you're realizing that you're saying things like, I can't, like, I can't figure this out. I can't grow my email list. I can't create my mini course, or I can't seem to pull myself together. So know that, well, number one, that it's normal. You're not broken or flawed, okay? It's okay, But know that fear is likely behind it. That little biatch is back. (laughs) And we can do something really quick to shed some reality on these statements. So let's take the whole, I can't figure this out. I'm going to challenge you to replace I can't with I won't. Now say it out loud and see how it feels. I won't figure this out. That, That hits a little different, huh? Right? I'm an Enneagram 8, so when I hear that, I immediately want to say, the hell I won't, watch me. But let's take another example here. This is the one I hear a lot from clients, and that is, I can't seem to pull myself together. Okay, replace I can't with I won't, and let's hear it. I won't pull myself together. This is a big one for women especially who don't make time for themselves. Not even 10 minutes a day. Time to just do some deep breathing, meditation, journaling, working out, go for a walk and no TV time does not count. 
And speaking of Enneagrams, there are a lot of Enneagram types that really struggle with taking care of their own basic human, emotional, and physical needs. They'll take care of everyone else around them, but when it comes to themselves, it's like they avoid it. So this is a choice. You can't or you won't. And if you truly won't, how come? What do you fear you're giving up? Or what do you fear you will lose in return? Okay, that can get into a whole new podcast episode there. So let's just end on this note. The next time that you're told to be more realistic with your dreams or just fall in line and do the things the way everyone else does them in their business, don't listen. Don't hold back. And if you feel fear, okay, awesome. Is it a sign that you're heading in the right direction? If so, let's freaking go. Or is there something valid you need to explore more? Okay, then do that and let's move on. But don't ignore fear. Stop, drop, evaluate, and then make a CEO decision based on the facts. Not made up stuff flying around in your head. Stick to the facts. Be a data-driven entrepreneur and not a drama-dependent one. The goal isn't to be this fearless psychopath, but knowing how to dance a little with your fear, to let it guide you if needed, or take a backseat when you decide. You got this. I believe in you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found today's episode helpful and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Dare to Decide podcast. If this was helpful for you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It's truly what helps the podcast grow. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and tell me what you think. I can't wait to hear from you.